Hey guys, what's going on? So, I hope you don't hear my heater. I tested it twice, so you shouldn't hear my heater in the background. I like to sit in front of the heater sometimes because it gives me comfort. It makes me feel like I'm getting a big old hug. But, um, you know, I hope all is well. Um, today, um, definitely found some inspiration naturally. It's nothing like being able to get on here and talk about things that come to me naturally. I don't like talking about stuff that's forced. It's probably why I don't work with anybody when it comes to uh, sharing the podcast because I like to do things naturally and, and from my heart and talk about what I want. I'm tired of sharing people. I want I'll, some things you want to keep to yourself. But today, um, today's topic, we're going to be talking about agents of chaos. Okay. And you know, naturally, if you're hearing this, you know what an agent of chaos is. Um, we're talking about troublemakers, instigators, what do you call it? Shit starters. We're talking about people of that nature. So really quick, I wanted to ask, like, what is your role in certain settings? Like, do you find that you're the peacemaker? Do you find that you're the life of the party? Or are you an agent of chaos? And, um, you know, a few moments ago, we unpacked what an agent of chaos was. And I said troublemaker, crap starters, <laughs> instigators, people who are instrumental in the destruction of an environment. These people, you know, they try to convince you that they are unknowingly in the middle. They try to say they're in the middle. And what they don't realize is, is that they insert themselves there. And you can insert yourself in the middle of um, destructive environments by making yourself be instrumental. Making yourself be an instrument for the chaos. If you know that you don't mean anybody in a situation well and you're just in it for the sake of having drama, having something to suck on or leech on, then you are an agent of chaos. If you are, you know, subsequently in the middle of something by default, that makes you a peacemaker. That makes you someone that's a casualty. You know, you just so happen to be there. Anytime you are in the middle of something that could potentially be destructive, you're an agent of chaos, especially if you're fueling the situation. How do you fuel the situation? If you know that two parties do not get along, if you know that two parties have a bad history, if you know that two parties aren't seeing eye to eye, if you know that two parties just flat out... Hello? Matthew calling? I'm so sorry. I'm actually in the middle of working right now. You guys, I'm so unprofessional. Like, I literally... Somebody called me. I'm sorry. But, like, like I was saying, I believe the example I was trying to use a few moments ago... Um, if you know that people aren't getting along and you find yourself fueling the situation by going back in between these people or comparing notes to the point where you're constantly and obviously making it known that you're trying to draw up a note, that is being an agent of chaos. What you're doing is not beneficial to either party. It's only beneficial to you so you can attach yourself to the situation. And for me, it's a nuisance because I find that these people, they don't understand or, or they're play. I, I think that's what's a nuisance to me. These people are trying to play both parties as if they don't understand what they're doing is wrong, they don't mean well, 
they're just inquisitive, they're asking questions. Well, you can ask a question and not be an agent of chaos. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. I invite questions. What I do not invite, what I do have a problem with, is if your questions are then going to lead into you going back to the other party and telling them what I'm saying or reporting what I am doing, vice versa, and reporting to me what the other party is doing. That makes no sense. I'm an open book. I'm very easy to talk to, pretty upfront. Some would say I'm too upfront. You can ask me. You don't need to go to the next person because I will tell you whatever it is you want to know and I'm woman about it and you can't beat me. So with that being said, I'm, I'm always super confused and super perplexed when people feel the need, especially with me. I don't know why you're doing it with me. I'm a nobody. I live a quiet life. I don't do anything. I'm boring as hell. I don't, I don't have much for you to manipulate or, or um, orchestrate. I'm, I'm, I'm just me. I'm quiet. I'm boring. I have nothing to say. Like I, 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 Whatever I say, I voice on my podcast. That's why I started it. I feel like a lot of people that are agents of chaos, you have nothing to do. So you, you should start a podcast. Do a channel. Do something, do something that you like to empower yourself so you can avoid getting in the middle of situations that could also be cancerous from you. Um... You know, it's no secret that um, I'm very familiar with domestic violence. I would even call myself a domestic violence advocate. And one thing I've learned about other women's stories that have been victims of domestic violence, we talk about double agents in the group. And we talk about how sometimes, you know, you, you do have people unknowingly that are double agents for narcissistic people or double double agents in general and they don't understand that they're just supply they don't understand that their role is to do the very thing that they're doing um you can advocate for a person you know um it's up to you to choose who you choose to advocate for but it's always a style in which you do it you never want to in invalidate or insult another person just because you're going so hard for a person and I get that. Some of us, you know, we love a person or we respect a person so much that we tend to want to force that person or some of their teachings or their way of living on other people. And it's because we admire people. But we got to make sure we're admiring folks and we're not um, idolizing folks. Because typically if you're idolizing somebody, that's where you screwed up. Because that person wants to make you their God and wants you, wants you to think that they're all-knowing and their way is always right. And they're not doing anything wrong and they're trying to indoctrinate you. And more than likely, you're being indoctrinated if you have to go and force people about who the person is. You have to go and force people and convince them that they're this way or they're that way. Listen, we don't care. I mean, if we we're all grown. For the most part, most of us are grown. And if we naturally want to meet whoever, we're going to naturally link with these people and, and not by force. Um, I know for me, if you want me to get along with anybody, you forcing them on me is not going to work. I have to meet the person on my own terms, and it has to be organic. I cannot, I will not be forced to like anything or anybody. I hate that. I grew up around that. I grew up in situations where we were not encouraged to think for ourselves. And it's so it's so foggy. You you feel imprisoned when you're forced to think another way a person tells you to think. Like you, you can't think no other way but the way the person is telling you. And when you choose to think and be a free thinker, you're ostracized and people treat you like you're creating a bomb in the basement or something. It's like, I'm not trying to do nothing but be myself. And I think that's what it boils down to. Uh, agents of chaos 
they have an inability to be themselves. And, and, and they may portray as if they're happy with who they are. But in all actuality, it's no way possible that you're happy with who you are if you are intentionally trying to cause disruption in the atmosphere. It's, 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 it's no way. Like, if, if you were whole, as if you were portraying yourself to be, you, that wouldn't be a thought. When I, when I go into a new environment with people I don't know, I don't know. I try to go with an open heart and an open mind. And I try to observe. Um, even when I get comfortable, I don't have a desire to, to then later disrupt what's already whole. If people are getting along, I look at it like that. Like, here, here's some cool people I can adopt. I don't look at it like, oh, great. Let me see if I can stir the pot. Who does that? And then, like, I'm thinking maybe people on accident aren't aware of how they can stir the pot. And once again, I'm thinking it's because the person themselves are not self-aware. So maybe this is a teachable moment. Maybe this is one of those moments where somebody you love, because I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to lie. If that's one downfall I've had in friendships, relationships, I don't always feel like there's a teachable moment that I need to teach the person. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, some of this stuff, excuse my language, some of this shit your parents should have taught you. I'm not your mother. I'm not your father. Some of this shit your family need to teach you. I shouldn't have to sit down and explain to a person, hey, look, right, um, you went over there and told him that his wife was sleeping with his uh, uh, his best friend. You should have said that. I don't feel like I should tell that to a person. I feel like you should know because it's inappropriate and it's not fitting for the moment. If we're at a, a wedding and you're dropping that bomb and they beat your tail and don't ask me to help you, it's nothing I can do for you, sweetheart. What you said was 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 detrimental and damaging, and now you getting damaged up in the corner. I can't help you. Inappropriate. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of agents of chaos, they want to try and manipulate the system and make you think they're not aware. You cannot tell me. Like, I feel like we are all discerning in some capacity. You know what you say is right or wrong by reading the room. If what you say isn't nice, uplifting, it doesn't edify a person, it doesn't encourage in person, then it's safe to say what you said should not have come at your mouth, and it can ruffle feathers. But not just ruffle feathers, but it can cause downright chaos. I've been in situations with people... And I'm guilty of this because I have a habit of not feeling like I need to teach people. But I think that's where my error is. I think... Maybe it's about time people get taught. Because, I mean, if I'm out of line, people are going to tell me they're going to have a field day with it. So why not do the same? I remember there was an incident where I had a friend who just, she just was very inappropriate. And keyword had, me and this young lady don't talk no more. She just was really nasty and inappropriate. And I used to laugh because she would say things that were so extreme. Like, things that, things that you think and you know are wrong, she would say it. She would say it because she was not whole. She was, she was very broken in spirit. She's a broken young lady. And I remember there was an incident once where she was loose out of her mouth as always, you know, inserting herself in something that did not concern her. And she's like, you know, F that B, you know, um, I'll beat her up. And I walked off because um, my name Paul, and that's between y'all. So I walked about the room or, or, or the area. Then that same day, my friend goes to that same lady she said she would beat up and says she would beat up the other party. And at that moment, I knew in my heart, I said, she going to pay for this. 
And we had another friend with us, and she said, Jasmine, um, I'm going to tell on her. I said, hey, hey, hey. I said, look, you know, don't do that. She's not prepared. I don't think she knows she's doing what she's doing. She said, well, Jasmine, you're close to her. Why don't you say it? I said, because I don't feel like that's my place. She said, well, I'll say it. So our mutual friend pulled her to the side. She said, hey, what you did was fake. And um, I don't appreciate what you did. So I guess my our mutual friend was trying to get her to kind of show remorse. Because she had already made it in her mind that she was going to, as she said, tell on her. So my other friend's like, what? F these girl, You know, just still belligerent. So our mutual friend, I knew in my heart. I said, she getting ready to go tell these people what just happened. I, I shook it off because, again, my name Bennett and I ain't in it. So I, I wasn't trying to, look, you, you, you will never, and I say this with confidence, you will never find me in a situation like that because I don't thrive on stuff like that. So I, I, I shook it off. Uh, the next day we're hanging out and a group of girls just randomly walk on our street. Okay. Alright, so my friend, she runs off, she goes in the house. I'm like, oh no. I said, hey look, you need to stand out here because I have a feeling they're coming back and you know why. Oh, I have to fold clothes, is what she tells me. No, you're going to get your tail out here because I think your, your moment to reap what you sow is now here and I won't be out here defending you by myself. So, sure enough, they come back and... There are a gang of girls, but I'm forced at this point. I'm like, hey, ladies, I know you're probably upset with her, but you're not, you know, you're not going to beat up my friend. You know, how about we all just talk? They curse me out. <laughs> and, you know, long story short, I had to get my mother involved. By the way, we were teenagers, but I had to get my mom involved. My mom, you know, thank God, you know, she cleared up the mess. What could have been a, 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 a disaster. You know, in all actuality. And I use that example because, one, it's childish. And like I mentioned, it was we were teenagers when this happened. But I'm saying this to say, being an agent of chaos either going to get you killed or beat up. So stop doing it. Stay out of stuff that don't concern you. Like, like why can't you be like me? I'm nosy. So if I want to know something, I go ask the source. I don't waste no time. I'm not going to sit up here and, and then don't let somebody tell me I can ask whatever I want. Because I'm going to do just that. I'm going to ask what I want. For it to make sense. And not only that, but I'm discerning enough to dissect and, and, and determine what is the truth without even actually having to ask. Sometimes you can know without having to ask. Like, it's, it's in your face. You just got to pay attention. But, you know, uh, I can go on and on about how chaotic it can get when you try to play peacemaker. And you know you don't have the intent to be peaceful. So, um... I would just love to hear what you guys have to say about that. Like, what are your experience with people that are adamant about being the middleman just to cause confusion or with ill intent? Um, I'm, I'm curious because I know there's many more situations and scenarios, and I know I probably didn't even do it justice talking about it, but I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say.